Welcome to the Love Cars on the Grid podcast, your global motorsport roundup with me, Tiffany Dell and Paul Woodman. Welcome to Love Cars on the Grid, your global motorsport podcast roundup. Uh, what are we doing this week, Tiff? Well, we're going to look back at last week. We've got bit of news and we're looking forward to raw pre-season starting next week so can't wait for that i think lots of people have been in anticipation of that but there was quite a bit of racing over the weekend yeah. but Thrilling we, gotta racing. Start, we gotta start with a bit i know i saw you talking about nascar so we'll come on to that we've got to start with a little bit of gossip because Wait, it's not really there's gossip. No news. There's no there news. is some news it's what? boring we've been, we've been mentioning it for three or four weeks now about christian horner but looks like on Ooh. wednesday it looks Ooh. like, it, according to reports, and it, look, what is, dicky bird have you been? I must admit, I, the longer it goes on, the worse it looks for Christian. I think you know, if it had been a frivolous uh, complaint, I think Red Bull would have would have got rid of it quicker. Um, and he, Ford he, now he, putting pressure on Ford, mm. of course, you know, go with the engines, but they've been they've been saying, you know, it's got to be sorted soon. This is crazy. So um, yeah, Jim Farley, uh, this CEO of Ford, came out and and said this is yeah. not good enough. We expect a full explanation, and yeah. you know, we 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 demand. To, well, not dem- he didn't say demand. Why am I saying demand? That's he did not say demand, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Uh, it's demand he, anyway. They, it's demand. We live in this demand. town. It's demand. Yeah, but I don't demand. speak posh like you. I was brought up, <laughs> dragged up. I mean, not brought up. Um, but it looks like on Wednesday, if you believe the speculation, he might be getting the boot from Red Bull. And what does that mean? Does that mean Red Bull are going to go to the dogs? No, not at all. But the graveyard is full of indispensable people. He is an excellent team manager. Clearly, yeah. there might be something that's been going on here, but he's a he's an excellent team manager. I think the fame got to him a little bit, if my personal opinion, just from the outside looking. And I don't know him, so we're all judging no. based on no. he might be the nicest but guy in the world. But they, they can't leave it to a Grand Prix day. They can't leave it past this weekend. That's why I think you're right. I think Wednesday is Wednesday is the crunch day. And, and it is all, horrid how, we, how it is Wednesday is the crunch day. It is horrid how we all judge um, because. I don't know the guy. He might be super nice, no. but you just see you see this persona, this arrogance, and this. Yeah, it, well, it, yeah, he's, he's, he's upset a few Formula One fans the mm. way the because one minute he's a victim, and then he's the aggressor. He's got that clever balance between you know, one minute I'll stop criticizing us all, my workers, children at school are getting bullied and beaten up because of you know the Lewis Hamilton crowd, and, and then all of a sudden he's he's the aggressor, you know, having a go at others. So he's, he's uh, he fights his, he fights his own court very strongly, both backwards and forwards. So remains to be seen. With no other real news. So, That's about the only thing. So hang on, no, no, we got we got to keep speculating. So let's keep the speculation <laughs> rumor mill churning because I like this sort of conversation. Who would take over? Would it be Gunter? Because apparently Gunter only left ha- only left Hass. Again, the rumor mill. Apparently, he only left Haas because he brought oh, in a twenty million dollars. No, he brought a twenty million dollars sponsor, and he wanted shares of the company. And okay. uh, Gene has said, "No, it's not your company; it's my company." Um, so, would Gunter go to Red Bull? Do you think Red Bull would have Gunter? Who who would fill those shoes? Think shoes to fill? Someone internally. I mean, someone. Into, I don't know. You know, I mean, Helmut Marco maybe thinks he can do a bit more. And uh, I mean, it's hard to know with all these Grand Prix teams. You know, you've got these team principals on the on the fence, you know, by the side of the trap. Who's actually making all the decisions? Right. Um, you know, a lot of the people, you know, like, they're all just the front men there, but the actual people, you know, doing the, the race strategy and making decisions, it might be Christian talking to the driver, but it's probably someone else who's told him, you know, we need to pit this lap and the tyres are knackered and everything else. So It's a team, isn't it? It's a team behind anyone. Yeah. It's always the front men, women, that get the accolade, but it's a, it's a huge team 
yeah. and I think, yeah, I think that's important to know. And let's go back to social media as well, because it is a bloody toxic place and, and it is all <laughs> speculation. Who knows what's going to come out? And it's not it, but it's not looking good for Christian Horner. I don't think so. And I'm sure the pictures he sent weren't looking good if that is any truth. The what? With what? The pictures that he sent, if there's any truth in the region of his body of the pictures that he sent were true, then whoever received them, they wouldn't you're be looking full, good either. You're going full red top now, aren't you? <laughs> right on the star. You move from the sun to the star all of a sudden now, I think. Uh, yeah, so let's let's move on. But let's. I, I'm sure you're right. It cannot happen until... They're going to do something on Wednesday. Um, they'll either come out with a statement to say, yeah, look, he he's fine, or he's going to be gone. Or he stepped back. Mm, it could, there could be a point. middle choice. He could be yeah, standing down... You know, until it's fully decided. But I don't think he, could, he can't be at the race unless it's fully cleared or sacked. So he can't be at the race. He's either, he either got to be gone or stood down for the weekend. Okay. Whilst, there you whilst go. further inquiries go, well, they check out Paul Woodman's <laughs> gossip to see if there's any truth in it. <laughs> I know. That's all it is, by the way. It's just pure <laughs> gossip. There's there's absolutely no truth in anything here. Well, there might be truth in it, but it's, it's at, this, at this stage, it's speculation only. Let's move on to some proper racing, shall we? What, what else happened in the world proper of... Proper uh... racing. You know I keep on campaigning if you like to watch NASCAR. Yes, there are boring races. Yes, there's drawn-out stuff. Yes, there's a lot of adverts if you watch your telly. Uh, but, boy, we had the most exciting motor race well, for, for months, weeks, years. Um, they went to this Atlanta track, and it's an interesting story, really, because two years ago, it's only one and a half miles, a lot of one and a half miles. So there's super speedways at Daytona and... Uh, Talladega, where they're all full throttle and they're all this pack, racing as a pack. What literally, literally, literally flat the whole way. For, for, yeah, full throttle. So what, what they decided to do, well, with fresh tyres, not, not the whole time. So Atlanta, they decided to try and create this sort of racing on a one and a half mile track. So they narrowed it two years ago, made it three narrow lanes, and they banked it up more to 28 degrees. So it's now the most banked one and a half mile speedway. And it's created this. They're now that. They're flat at 178 miles an hour pole. So it's not the 200 miles an hour, 178, 178 flat out. Please explain to me no. and everybody else listening, why is, why is there such a massive difference between 20, 22 miles an hour difference between pole? Well, it's just, you know, it's just a shorter track, so there's more cornering involved. Where it's, you know, Daytona, okay. tight, Tyler, tight long, long straights, yeah, long straights. But I would, to show about how, you know, Formula One think that, all, all the brains and the clever tricksters are in Formula One and NASCAR's a simple sport with a load of dopes just, you know, driving red, turning left. Just before he got to the race itself, there was massive controversy in qualifying when Joey Logano was caught with an illegal glove thrown to the back of the grid, given a one-lap penalty for an illegal wow. glove. Do you know what was illegal about it? Yeah, I've only read it today. It's an incredible story. It shows how much and how tight it is. So in qualifying, it was full throttle. Fresh tyres, no air manoeuvre from the current front of you. If you're out front, it's full throttle on fresh rubber. And apparently drivers have already been doing this, but he went a step further because <laughs> I still can't believe it. He put a webbing between his thumb and his forefinger on his left hand, on his left hand. So when they're going down the straights flat out at Daytona and other places, apparently they find a, an area of the netting and feel the air pressure, and they reduce the drag because it's an open window, both sides. Yeah. So normally do it, they do it with a normal regulation that some drivers do it. So he put a webbing across, so he modified his glove, making it an illegal glove, 
and then did his qualifying lap, feeling for the pressure, but literally pushing air away from the inside of the car to reduce drag. Who thought? Who thought of that? Wow! So he got caught illegal gloves. I think there's going to be more suspensions and more punishment to come. But um, you know, it's a safety regulation because, of course, you know, your your helmets and hand devices all regulated stuff. So he he put, had an unregulated, an illegal glove on his left That's hand. That's just quite astounding, really, how someone could feel I that. Yeah, I, I don't know what sort of what he's feeling for, but it's like when you we're well, just ben feeling Collins... for the air coming in. You go, you go your road car next time, right? Put the yeah. window down and try and try and feel where the well, air yeah, coming but, into yeah, but... the country. You're, you're okay. pushing the air, pushing the air out wow. of the car. So because anyway. you guys, you guys have got a better feel than me. Well, absolutely no question. Far better drivers. You Ben, those, those yeah. you people, Chris Harris, where you can go and you can just yeah. feel and explain about a car, and I, and I just get in it and drive it, and just oh well, it feels all right to me. But, but maybe uh, that, maybe he, they can feel something else. Maybe it's like people uh, that can smell better or taste better. There, yeah. there are only very amazing. few people in the world that yeah, it is amazing. Anyway, so they all went to Atlanta, and it's, this modification wasn't popular with drivers because drivers aren't too keen on the because it's lotteries, really. A lot of these Daytona Talladega is a lottery. You know, if you get caught in another crash, you know, you're out because you're all just sitting there. But it was most breath. They were going four wide at one stage, a three lane track. And there was a big shunt on the second lap. There were seven cars spinning off, and then there were about four or five more crashes. Um, the number five, Kyle Larson, Kyle got taken Larson. out, taken out in one of these, Brad Keselowski. A uh, very experienced driver in front of him in third place, I think he was, got it sideways, in they go. And, and every time it's about 10 go off. And about three quarters way through the race, they had a number up of the 30, 30 starters, I think, or 29. And only six cars were still running that hadn't been spinning off in one of these pack crashes. And not that many people have, you know, terminal damage. There's lots of bits of body work. They're all spinning and everything else. So, but every time they got racing again, it was three wide, four wide, about five, six, <laughs> seven, eight, nine different leaders. It was just tension watching it for the word go. Um, so I can't go through all the whole race, but the last lap, you know, ended up with. Um, I saw, I saw the, the finish. Like, yeah, Ryan, yeah. Ryan Blaney led, and he thought, and Ryan Blaney, very he's the current reigning champion, you know, and he's they're blocking once you're the lead and a few laps to go. You're watching in your mirror, your spotters say, "Go low now, go high now, go low." You know, you you just because they can watch the train. <laughs> The spotters can see which lane is moving faster. So if your lane two is moving fast, you move up to two blocked. And I think he thought it had its sass. But then um, first with Carl Bush made a huge move from the middle to get alongside. Then uh, the Mexican kid, uh, Daniel Suarez, came on the outside with three wide. And what was actually great about it is so often there's, in these sorts of races, there's a crash on the last lap. And then effort it goes to the checkered flag under yellow. You get awful anticlimax. They don't race to the line. Which is why most races, the crashes three laps to go, they have this green-white checker to make sure they always do two more laps to try and get this race to the finish. And they came off turn four, this three wide. I mean, they were they were millimetres between each car because they were each trying to scare each other and get a bit of side draft. And they just came to the line. And it was just sensational stuff. And um, in the end, they did a photo. The photo finish, was wasn't it? But it was three one thousandths of a second officially in the end that Suarez <laughs> won it from Blaney. But the tension coming to the line, you know, you think there's going to be a wreck any uh, second now. And they all made it. How close were they as well? Were they close together as well? I bet they were, weren't they? That's what I mean. Yeah, was, yeah was only, they were, they were door ramming because they were all trying to, you know. All Sorry, I know they're close nose to 
Uh, so, no side to tell. side, side to side, they were quite close. I bet as well. I, I, yeah, so I mean, yeah, side to side, coming off the banking, three of them just. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, Suarez was this Mexican guy. I mean, it's his, it's only his second win. And, uh, I think when he last won, but he's always been up there in the front. So he's now done. It's only his second win. Number out of two hundred fifty-four races to show how hard it is to win in this game. You know, these other guys, they all have one or two or three wins. There's regular winners, you know, five or six big winners regularly. But uh, as far as only a second win in 254 starts. Um, wow. and he was actually one of the people that crashed in the first crash. He was one of the ones that went off the road on the lap two crash. So also, again, it shows you can get huge problems. You go to the back, you lap down. And then when there's a yellow, you stay out, you get your lap back strategy, you work your way back. So it's just, I just loved racing. Um yeah, there were only about six car bush. And so Suarez, he was he was the Xfinity champion in 2016. Um, so he came up from like a Formula Two. He only won three of the of the 30 odd races that year. So it's just his second win in the top level. And he's been so if you had to watch an entire race of IndyCar or NASCAR, the entire race, not just highlights, not just fast forward, uh, what would you prefer to watch? Generally, Indy car is better because I'm a single seater man at heart. You know, I love yeah. single seater racing, so Indy car is, is the, the perfect formula. And NASCAR, they're long races, you know, it's like four hours. You know, I know so yeah. they love you, milking it, don't they? Well, it's daytime in America, so you're walking around, you've got the barbecue on, you know, the yellow, you have a burger, and put you something else on your barbecue, get another beer. And, you know, you're obviously social event, your friends around. It's sort of, you know, it's a very social thing, and yes, they get used to it. But you know, a safety car—you know that you've got five minutes to go do something else, or six minutes, or ten minutes. Um, yeah, so it's yeah, it was an amazing finish, a very memorable so one race. Of the one of the best for a long time. And when does it yeah. go next week? Because it's every bloody week, isn't it? The, uh, yeah, NASCAR. next week on the end of my pages. I forgot where they're going now. Of course, I know they're off to Vegas, baby, Las Vegas, uh. baby. So they go down there. So, so that was really, really, really impressive NASCAR race. Yes, it's it's. It's showtime. They, you know, they designed the circuit to be like that. It's not you know, where the good guys always come out and win. Everyone, so many different riders, you know, were up front. E excellent entertainment, which is what we're looking for. Yeah, well, it's going yeah. down under. Our next trip was all the way down to Oz, back to Oz, back to Bathurst, where, of course, last week, the GT3 12-hour race. Uh, and this weekend, the Supercars, supercars. began their, ran their championship. Two races at Bathurst. But unfortunately, the racing was very predictable. Times haven't changed down there. Uh, the biggest gossip is a bit like uh, what's going on with Red Bull at the moment. Because um, the champion wasn't racing, Brody Kozetsky, because he's fallen out with his team. They've had a row, the Arebus team, and nobody's saying what it is. Big fallout between the driver, I don't know where Brody wanted to leave. So the champion is at the moment not racing this year because he's fallen out wow. with his team. Uh, we also didn't have. Uh, you always, you always got a question. You always got in question the uh, integrity of the person that falls out. You know, because yeah. you should be getting on with your team. And these guys, these guys work their socks off for you. It doesn't always go right. You don't always no. get it right. But you got to, you got a question there. Well, like if you, if you're, he, he's trying to do NASCAR, this Kostecki guy. So maybe there's something about contracts. About I'm no, I'm completely speculating. I actually have no idea. Nobody said anything, but uh, it's a sore point in Australia. And of course, Shane Van Gisbergen wasn't there because he's gone to NASCAR. So I'm the most popular, you know, NASCAR super supercar driver. <laughs> and he actually finished third, Shane Van Gisbergen, in his um, first Xfinity race, second Xfinity race, because he got taken out to uh, Daytona. So he finished third. So he's had a good weekend. Um, 
But funny enough, the whole weekend was then dominated by the people that were third, fourth, and fifth in last year's championship. So, and it's it's again a bit, you know, Red Bull. I hate to say it, it's the same story down under as it is in Formula One. Uh, it was the Red Bull team that came first and second, which was Van Gisbergen's team last year. Um, Brock Feeney, who was third in the championship last year, won the first race, came third in the second race. Uh, Will Brown, who's taken over um, Gisbergen's race, so that's the, he's Brock Feeney's teammate, came second in the first race and won the second race. And Chaz Mozart in the forward for the um, Arebus team, which is the one with a fallout that should have had... Uh, because Techie driving the weekend did one fall out. Uh, he had a he had a um, a third and a second. So you know the top Amazing. guys are still top. And they were, See the now I race, know. Go on. I was just going to say to yeah, the second race. Now, I, now seconds, I know why. Twenty seconds in. Uh, uh, sorry, um, we, we we got um, satellite uh, lag, and I'm only in the UK, but I'm not <laughs> home, as you can see, with that tree behind me. But um, <laughs> now I know why Red Bull, because uh, I wrote to them to ask if they would sponsor the Caterham Racing this year. Um, like I wrote to about fifty other people, didn't get any. Re- I did get a reply from Red Bull actually, and the reply was, "Yeah, we'd, we'd like to decline oh. on this incident, but thank you for considering us." And now I know why, because they like to win. <laughs> Club racing goes small. I mean, I, I started this, you know, when I was trying to do from Formula Three to Formula Two. You know, I've, I've got still the letters. I, I was going to have my my snooker room, but never got my big snooker room. I was going to paste paper the walls with all my sponsorship rejections. And of course, I <laughs> I went for all the big brand names that everybody does. But in fact, if you're in the national racing, you've got to go for little local businesses well, I agree, and small but bits. I, and I, I I agree, but because it's it's going to be filmed for television. I thought, well, Prime TV, uh, Prime Video. I thought that it would be. You know, I thought a big brand would want to get on board, but it's it's so it's a full time job. It's hard, and the rejections mm. you kind kind of take it a bit personally as well, because you know what you're going to give. You you well, you feel. I certainly feel that we're going to give so much. You see them advertising with different people on different places. Think well, like you get much more with us. We'll give you you know TV and YouTube, and we'll 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 be so proud to to uh, support your brand, but. Alas, it goes nowhere. Little man. <laughs> and to any Aussie listeners, any Aussie listeners, tell us, are you worried about supercars? Because the fact that, you know, the people are saying the same people are dominating straight from work, it doesn't sound like the racing was that exciting. Um, actually, Bathurst, well, like, it's funny how circuits like the Nürburgring, the old Nordschleife, and Bathurst, they're incredible tracks to drive around on your own. I mean, the challenge at the mountain at the top, I mean, it's just scary. And in fact, there's only the, there's only like three straights we can overtake on the sort of end yeah. of the lap, the, the, the start of the lap, and then the, the first straight up to the sort of, th- and then you're just single file, you're stuck. You can make moves, but they're pretty, you know, they're, they're pretty risky ones. So are you worried, Dan, that the, the cars are getting a bit predictable? Red Bull dominate again, same people up front, or is it just a Bathurst thing? Let us know. Yeah, let us know below in the comments. There's more excitement, more like the NASCAR. There was more excitement a bit south, in fact, right at the bottom right-hand corner of Australia, down at Phillip Island, where the world's superbikes kicked off their season. And, um, wow, the whole form book's been turned upside down. It's fantastic. I think the season ahead, start watching world superbikes. I saw when it was the same three, you know, Ray, Gazgalutu, and um, it was the three that kept on winning everything. R- and of course, Bautista, Bautista, the oh, champion, Bautista. Ducati. And but so you know, it was the same people on the podium. Every, every race, it was those three, wasn't it? Always on the podium in a different order. Um, 
but wow, this this season's just started upside down. And they've got a different tyre. They've moved from, was it Bridgestone to Pirelli? And actually, because of uh, Philip Ida, they've resurfaced again. And last year, the, the, the Bridgestone's all overheated after 10 laps. So they actually had pit stops, enforced in, in one-and-a-half-minute pits, so we had to change the tyres, even in our Pirellis, uh, because they had such tyre where there's Phillip Island. Um, but no, so in qualifying, Bautista, you know, the Ducati champion, was only ninth on the grid. Um, so, top prac was fifth. Now he's on a BMW, so he's changed bikes. And Jonathan Ray, who's gone from Kawasaki to Yamaha, but only qualified like 11th and not happy at all. Um, He's nine years on Kawasaki's six championships, and he's decided to leave them. And it doesn't look like it's a good idea at the moment because his, his Yamaha's not going well. Uh, but the first race, you know, Bautista went from ninth to second and then back to tenth and they crashed. Uh, picked it up, I think, and finished 15th. But loads of drama. Uh, and then the normal name's not up there because uh, the winner was Italian, Nicola Bulega, um, who's... Um, Bautista champ, t- a teammate. His new debut in um, World Superbikes, but he's a champion in Super Sports. In fact, he won 16 of the 24 races last year. So it's Italian. Wow. A name wow. unknown to me. Dominated the Formula 2, as it was, uh, and won his first World Superbike race. Wow. Was Italian, one, two, three, because second was what? Andrea Locatelli. What's it say his name story. again? The first first place guy? Nicolo Bulega, or Bulega, 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 Bulega. Um, and where's I'm going to forget which driver I've, I've written it down second one two three so second was Andrea Locatelli on the yeah. Yamaha who was Rez Gatliogo's teammate last year so he was on his Yamaha whereas um, it would appear that Ray doesn't like his um, but the third place another interesting story Italian first whole podium was Italians and third was Andrea Iannone who was on a satellite Ducati who was coming back after a four-year doping ban, which I'd completely forgotten about. He was banned wow. from World Superbikes. I think it was in GP when he got the ban. So his first race back on a satellite Ducati, and he finished third. So you know, all of a sudden, world turned upside down. Fourth and best Brit on a Kawasaki, which uh, Jonathan Ray might wish he was still back on, was Alex Lowe's, uh, the brother of Sam Lowe's, who we saw quite a lot in Moto2 last year, who's now doing World Superbikes. And Sam actually finished, I think he finished 11th in race one, uh, whereas Jonathan Ray was back in 17th. As Gatlioga got fifth for the BMW, so it's a complete change, wonderful stuff. Um, Alex Lowe's is interesting. He was the British Superbike champion in 2013. And um, he's been doing world superbikes now for how many years? Is that make uh, 13 to a lot? <laughs> <laughs> he's never finished higher than, third. I think he's, this was his second week, because he won the second race. It was his first win for seven or eight years. It's amazing how these drivers. The, we just about Suarez and NASCAR. You know, winning ain't easy. You can be out there. No, it's not. Well, that, away. that that Nicolo Belega winning sixteen or twenty-four. That's just unbelievable in any in any race, yeah. really, because it, yeah. it's always yeah. tough. What's the what's the optimum age for a optimum age for a uh, on two two wheels what do you think no idea sort of mid late 20s you've got to be mid late 20s i think i don't know but i mean people like rossi came in as a kid but uh yes alex those won the second race as i was saying his first win since uh, second win out of 298 road since 2018 in the czech so that's his first win after six wins he's only won twice in world superbikes so great so he's on the move uh his brother sam came eighth 
in, that, in the second race. Andrea Locatelli finished second, same as in the first race. And Toprak got third place for BMW, which must be their first podium. There might be one somewhere back, but first podium I've heard of with this new um, BMWs on. And Bautista got fourth in the second race. It's all, it's all looking great. Third race, Alex Lowe's won again. Having just had his second win, he then had his third win. Uh, Bautista showed a bit of form. The Ducati factory came third, second. And then we've got Daniel Petrucci, who was a former MotoGP rider. He came up third in his um, Ducati, whereas Ray crashed out. So Ray had a really rotten debut uh, on his, on his uh, Yamaha. <laughs> We want to forget so that great, one. so great. It looks like World Superbikes are going to be fantastic this year. A lot of different riders up front, different winners. And that's what you—that's what you like to see, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. You're following a sport, absolutely. you want different winners. Yeah, absolutely. Of course you do. So that was all the um, racing of the weekend. Philip, Philip Island, yeah. Um, great World Superbikes. That was, that was kind of it. Yeah, good for bikes. Yeah, like that was only real racing. Not- Oh, yeah, great. You watch the supercars around there. Yeah, and Formula Fords, I've seen racing. And I, don't know, I don't know how many cars for the highest level, but I've seen a Formula Ford race there. Epic slipstream. Great track. What so race are you going to do this year? You, you gonna, you doing any Formula Ford or anything this year? You're going to make no, a surprise appearance? Someone will crash into me again. I might get it what down. Are you, do, what, what about a tune it all up. What about the Caterham? Do a, do a race in the Caterham. Just for just right. for, just for a crack. It would be brilliant. It would be so good. People, people will bang promise. into me. I know no, because everyone's no, got something me. to children. Well, they will. I know, but because they, they, everyone's super competitive and they feel like they got something to prove. You got nothing to prove. You're, you're <laughs> no, just out there for a bit of fun. Um, we but might I, I would love you to, and I, and I would love Harry to. So Harry, uh, Tips, Son Tips Harry. got three sons. Uh, <laughs> he's got three sons, and one of them, um, one of them, just wants to be racing. He, <laughs> yeah, he's been such, such an. I would love him so much to do it. So when we get our sponsor, <laughs> right. me, we'll be you there. and Harry. We'll be there. Um, next Cage. week is quite exciting because, as I said at the beginning... Well, yeah, so, yeah, it's all coming up now. But we got the testing because we had the Formula 1 testing, which was this week. So that was the other oh, thing yeah. which bored everyone to death on television because they just go round and round and round. <laughs> and you got, I mean, the only thing oh, you can tell is Red Bull are going to dominate again. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, not Red Bull. Max Verstappen is going to dominate again. Nothing seemed uh, to... I mean, they didn't get the fastest lap. I mean, you just never know, you know. I mean, the, the two Ferraris were quickest at the end. Um, and the Ferraris looked good, solid, but the, the sort of pecking order didn't really looked to me like anything had changed the funny thing was everybody else now got last year's red bull side pods this is a big talking point and red <laughs> bull have got a completely new idea where there's less uh, less holes less air intakes i don't know how they're cooling their engine but, you know the fact that the fact that fourth fastest was guan yu zhao in the um whatever it's called now not in what it's called now the spare no the spice what is it called the spike no it's the space Steak, the steak, the, yeah. the steak. The fact that Guan Yu was fourth overall, I mean, he won't be fourth on the grid on, on Friday, that's for sure. Um, Whoa, Aston Martin, right. Aston Martin, right. Martin right. a bit words. quiet. Oh, no. But you never know, it's all sad. But Aston Martin didn't really have a good time. Alpine, Alpine, I would say, would be the team most worried. Um, again, they might surprise us completely. Maybe they did the whole test with half full tanks and just, you know, race testing. But they didn't really ever have any sort of top 10 times. But of course, the other big thing was the drain hole covers. No, I was going mad again. I kicked off straight away. <laughs> Let's get track limits. I mean, it's so annoying. And I always think it looks silly that everybody needs to stop. Because they're now, because these cars, the curbs are flatter and flatter. And so now these wide runoffs, they're now approaching within one particular turn, turn 12, a left-hander, whichever it was. They're going all the car off the road, over the curbs, 
Mm. Over where there's now a drain hole cover, where the circuit designers, it's on a straight. The cars are saying, well, nobody's ever going to be using that. So you might not have used 10th grade manhole cover. You might have used 8th grade manhole cover. But if you send a repetitive number of cars over the top of it with that suction of all that, you know, the aero is sucking the car to the ground. And so if you repetitively drive over them, you might suck one out. But I mean, and then they stopped qualifying, stopped testing. I said, well, hold on a minute. This is just testing. It's the yeah. simplest rule. Just say to your drivers, there's a hole there now. So don't go three quarters of your car off the road to open the corner. Yeah. Stay on the black bit with all four wheels. It's just testing. It's just testing. Yeah. Instead, yeah. they lost three hours of testing because they insisted that the manholes were rebuilt and they're going to be filled up with concrete for the race. But it's not, it's not, it's not dangerous. It's not dangerous in testing where they're not going, where they exactly. don't have to go there. Just if say, they all know, um, no. Yeah. Corner 12. It's not somewhere uh, where you'd fall off. It's during the middle of the braking zone and it's about 10 feet off the track. It was literally how wide's a girl breaker? Two metres. I saw yourself feet, and Damon having a bit of a chat about that yeah. on uh, Twitter briefly. Uh, it was the other so far off one, the, it was outside. Uh, it was, there's no common sense because everybody's scared stiff to make a decision because if they if they make the decision to carry on with testing and somebody oh, damages their car or hurts himself, then um, All these corners we, now, they're now doing this more and more. They're just edging most of the car off the road to widen the turn in to, to take an advantage. You know, they've yeah, got to put faster, some yeah. better. Anyway. Uh, and the other Formula One news is that Audi might be pulling out in the uh, 20... Oh, yes, I did what, forget yeah. that was, yes. Yeah. And, so, and that, already interesting. beginning that Andretti will pop in and buy it, snaffle it up. This is sort of the other follow up to that. But Andretti yeah, should new, be there anyway on ones. merit. Well, I know, but the clique's not going to be there on merit. It shouldn't need another team to drop oh, out or for, for things to shuffle around. Dead man's shoes. It shouldn't be like that. It should so be. It's still going to be there on merit. But yes. Yeah, lots of um, the big Audi manufacturer, they've got big boss changes, haven't they? Major staff changes at the top level that I don't agree with the Formula One. And uh, so, um, anyway, but anyway, most looking, there's still much more race to look for. It's a brilliant, exciting weekend because, of course, Formula Two starts, Formula Three starts. And we've got World Endurance Championship starting in Q8. So we just popped through those to look forward to. Formula 2, the main thing is this battle between our boy, Oli Bear, the two Prima boys. So Prima is the best team to be in everything, on average. Uh, but he's got this, this Italian kid, Andrea Kimi Antonelli, who's the big, been talked about to take Lewis's place. He's that highly regarded. He's a Mercedes contract. He's, but it was a shame that Ferrari didn't. I mean, from Oli Bear would have got, Ferrari have got Oli Bear with the British boy. Uh, and Mercedes has got Andrea Kimi Antonelli, yeah. the 17 year old. So everyone's looking forward to seeing how that pans out. A lot of people predict um, Victor Martin, the French guy who was fifth in the championship last year, as a favourite, maybe. So, very aggressive driver. But interesting, he's got Zach O'Sullivan, the British driver who came second in Formula Three last year, uh, lined up alongside Martin. So, lots of hope that Zach could do well. Um, and the other one to look out for is a lot of very highly touted Brazilian who won the Formula 3 championship, um, Gabriel Bortoletto. So lots of fashion. Formula 2 is going to be great this year. Um, Formula 3, 30 cars, five Brits and one Irishman to go and cheer on. Um, the, 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 again, again, looking out for future Brits is Arvid Lindblad. 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 I can't the pronunciation. He's got a Prima drive in Formula 3, very high. He won the, I think he actually won, he won Mon Macau Formula 4 when there weren't all the drivers there. He came fourth or third in the Italian. He's very highly touted, Arvid Lindblad. Uh, the Luke Browning, uh, Kian Shields, a Scottish driver who won, who came second in Euro Formula. I haven't heard much about him when he went off and did a 
not that well-known series last year when he finished second. That'd be interesting. And then we got three of the boys that did GB3 last year. We've been out to Formula 3, which is fantastic progression to encourage the British really drivers to, to I, keep I'm, going. I'm such a big fan of F2, F3. I love yeah. to see the young kids come through. It's tight racing as well. A lot of tight racing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, you get the gaps and you get the better better drivers and teams, but um, a lot of tight racing. You're a big fan of the reverse grids, aren't you? You love that? No. <laughs> Do you think they should so got, do that, or do you think get rid of it no, completely? No, no, it should go. It's just stupid. Stupid. It just causes crashes and damage and cost stuff. And I don't see the point in it myself because I hate it when there's a track where there's little overtaking and the guy that's the twelfth fastest Formula Three driver wins at Monaco or something. I'm a Monaco Grand Prix winner. No, you're the twelfth yeah. fastest driver around Monaco. You're not. You know. Yeah. So I know. I don't like those. <laughs> Occasionally, it gives know, good. I, I understand it gives good. And maybe drivers that show they can overtake them. There are some drivers that won the double, you know, like in Formula Two, where you um, have to start, you get reverse grid. And there's some drivers who've been on pole and then won the reverse grid. So that's a big punch point if you do that. But I can't be bothered. But as to good luck of the GB3 boys, Callum Voison, who uh, won the championship, uh, Joseph Loke, who came third in the championship but won the Autosport Award. award. Uh, and also the Irish boy, Alex Dunn, who I rate very highly. He was a Formula Ford champion in Britain in 2022, 20, I think. Um, and he's from, he came second in GB3. So three of them, all talented young Brits, joining Formula 3. Speaking of talented no. young Brits, do you think if I get a podium this year in a Caton race, I'll get into the BRDC? See? No. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then for the girls, Sophia Fleur, she's having another season in Formula 3. She must have done about three or four already. It's great that she still keeps going. And she is the only female driver out of the 74 drivers in Formula 1, 2, and 3 at, uh, out there in, um, where are we, Bahrain. So Bahrain. good for Sophia. She's still battling away. She's usually some, you know, just around the top 10, 12, 15. So long may she continue to do her best. And then you know, if, if you haven't got enough watching Formula 2 and Formula 3, there'll be two races of both of those and the Formula 1. We've got this amazing World Endurance Championship starting off in uh, down the road. How far is Qatar from Bahrain, do you think? And how far away is it? A, a, a little hop, skip and a jump on a plane. It's literally half an hour where you drive through Saudi Arabia and you get there. And it's on Saturday, the race. So Eurosport, nice, about 4pm in the afternoon, start of Saturday afternoon. You've done Formula 1 qualifying. Turn that off. Watch the Formula 3-2 race and then watch... Uh, because we've got this seat. I mean, 19 hypercars now, five Porsches, three Ferraris, two Toyotas, two BMWs, two Alpines, two Peugeots, one Lamborghini, one Cadillac, and one Sottofracini. I don't know quite what they're doing. It's supposed to be a car manufacturer. I think they're a truck manufacturer, Sottofracini. I think they're going to make road cars. So 19 hypercars, nine British wow. drivers amongst the crew. Jensen Button, of course, leading the British challenge out there. But then behind these 19, and having to weave through them, are 18 GT3 cars. Of course, Qatar is this, you know, one long straight, but turn, turn, turn. So the, the skill of overtaking, a lot of track limits there, which are going to be very hard to police. How are they going to do that with a field of um, 19 plus 18, 37 cars? I have no idea. Uh, but overtaking the hypercars is going to be such a pressure on the drivers to get through the traffic, don't lose too much time. Um only five British drivers, 54 drivers in GT3, because you have to have three drivers. Uh, and only five are British. I don't know why we've lost the sort of momentum of British GT. A lot of them in America doing well earning money. Um, 
And of course, the Iron Dames, again, for the ladies, the girls, and the men to cheer on, the amazing Iron Dames. They moved from Porsche to a Lamborghini. They're in one of the two Lamborghinis this year. Uh, and, Still nice uh, and Bovey, Sarah Bovey and, and Michelle yeah. Gass. They continue. And of course, we've got Dorian Pan is joining them, who drove the Lamborghini in America last year, so she's used to the Lamborghini. So a lot will be seen to keep how well the Iron Dames do. But no, the Mercedes what, always just, does well there, doesn't it? The Mercedes seems to do best there, but we'll, we'll see. Um, in, they're not, in, they're in not other... on my list. They're not on my list. They well, must so have I bought yeah, AMG, Mercedes. Aston uh, Martin, BMW, Ferrari, McLaren, Lamborghini, Mustangs, Lexus, so Corvettes, 20. and Porsche. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times two is 18. Well, I don't know now. Mercedes? Ooh. <laughs> in, in, in terms of females I'm Sorry, everybody. Through, yeah, I hope I'm right, but I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to lie down. I'll be checking all my magazines now to find out in, the entry list. <laughs> So, in, in other news, in terms of females, you're right. Mercedes so, dominate GT3 yeah. in many aspects, yeah. and they're not on my list. Anyway, there we go. Ladies coming through. So, there was a, a young lady, uh, am I allowed to call people young ladies? But yeah, she's the young girls. Lady. Um, the women call girls, Megan, girls. The women call young Megan women Bruce. Girls. Oh, it's, it's bloody ridiculous that, that uh, you're not allowed to. Uh, Megan. Megan yes. Anyway, Megan. Megan lovely, lovely Megan Bruce. So, uh, she did Caterham last year. I think she did Academy last year. Um, she got a podium. I think she got a fastest lap. I think she got a pole position. She did really, really well. Never been in a race car in her life. And she's doing F4 this year. And she's been doing lots of testing. Uh, you imagine testing, but the, the one of the Brits are good in the wet because she's been doing lots of testing in January and February where it's been pouring down at Donington and Silverstone all over. But but she's clearly a bit of a natural um, and she's she's got a good feel for a car. So it'd be good to... to what what to, teams do you teams? I don't know, but it, it just it just... It just shows the difference between lads and ladies because if she maybe if she was a lad maybe she would have taken up karting when she was you know uh, eight nine or something like that and um, but because maybe she did other things I don't know what Megan did but uh, maybe I know her father but um, maybe she did ponies or whatever she did but if she did it younger who knows where she might mm. be now but she's with team I've gone to wiki I've don't. gone to wiki gone to wiki no Mercedes. No Mercedes. no Mercedes. So that's just the that's just the UK series, the British series, then Mercedes. Yeah, well, they do all they do DTM, they do all sorts. But I'm, I'm amazed that yeah, because they were motorsport. What about them? That's, that's the team. Megan, yeah, that's who Megan's with. Box Motorsport. That'd be interesting well, to see how she gets on. Well, I just don't why is that Mercedes? Well, good, anyway, well, thanks for listening. But just so much to look forward to. <laughs> try, try NASCAR. Do I'll keep pl plugging NASCAR? He's flustered. Um, this is the first time in my life I've ever seen him flustered. We've done everything together, travelled all over the world. Oh, no. He's flustered. But, but He's I'm flustered right. About the point Mercedes. is, I'm right. But I didn't notice they weren't there, which is all worried. He's about. all flustered. On that note, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Go and have a beer. Go and have a beer. <laughs> <laughs>